Good morning from Ranger Camp. Today here in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina at the Oro Course, we're in the field. So if you hear some extraneous noise, you'll understand we're in a live fire zone today. The top Ranger t-shirt is easy to spot today as we begin our daily Ranger run. It's a line from Abraham Lincoln. The tongue is the only edge tool which grows sharper with constant use. An appropriate line for an oral boards course here. Let's turn to another important topic for boards, a modified mocha minute. Again, the mocha minutes are invaluable. They're the only questions ever released by the board with answers. Well, summarized, highly parsed answers upon topics tested across all board lines on every beachhead on every battlefield, from the basic to the advanced, the oral, the mocha, and pain too. Keyword correlation can be found in your Bibles for boards, big blue, big red, mocha blue, and big yellow. Here's the question, good luck. A 45-year-old woman presents with persistent right leg pain three months following L4-5 micro discectomy. Despite an improvement in her low back pain, she describes radiating leg pain that remains unchanged. Which of the following is the most likely etiology of her residual symptoms? Is it A, facet joint arthropathy, B, lateral canal stenosis, C, iatrogenic nerve damage, D, osteoarthritis of the hip, or E, none of the above. Let's go to the horse's mouth, the ABA itself, in this released and modified question and answer explanation. I'll be quoting from their critique. Residual lateral canal stenosis is one of the most common structural causes of failed back surgery syndrome. Failed back syndrome, otherwise known as FBSS, failed back surgery syndrome, is a nonspecific term that implies the final outcome of surgery did not meet the preoperative expectations of both the patient and the surgeon. The most frequent cause of failed back surgery syndrome, FBSS, is residual pathology causing lateral canal or foraminal stenosis occurring in up to about 30% of cases. Many patients initially present for surgery with both central and foraminal stenosis. Decompression of the central canal is accomplished during surgery, but inadequate decompression of the lateral canal results in persistent radicular symptoms. Limited decompression occurs as a result of difficult surgical access or fear of causing instability that would necessitate fusion. It's important to make a distinction between radicular pain from lateral canal stenosis or peripheral nerve root damage in patients with failed back surgery syndrome as the treatments are different. Pain resulting from a 
damaged nerve root occurs in about 5 to 10% of FBSS, failed back surgery syndrome or symptoms, usually due to injury occurring prior to surgery from an acute disc herniation or prolonged compression. In these cases, radicular pain continues despite technically successful surgery. Alternatively, a nerve could have been damaged during the surgery itself. Residual pathology can be due to extraspinal disorders that mimic spinal pathology. Usually, when an extraspinal disorder is the cause of pain, it is present preoperatively but unrecognized. Painful hip disorders most often are independent of spinal pathology. Factors suggestive of primary hip pathology are the presence of a limp, groin pain, or limited internal hip rotation. Facet joint arthropathy is the cause of residual or recurrent pain in 3 to 15% of patients with failed back surgery syndrome. The most frequent cause of failed back surgery syndrome is residual pathology causing lateral canal or foraminal stenosis to review. It occurs in up to 30% of patients. In other words, one-third of FBSS is due to lateral canal or foraminal stenosis, making the best answer to this important question, a topic summarized so well by the board, B. There you have it then, another review of a key topic for boards, failed back surgery syndrome. Let's move now to our next pillbox.